0: hello and welcome to crosstalk with your hosts martha lee and Ming, a podcast dedicated to encouraging and pointing people to christ to provoke you to find your calling in the lord brought to you by cornerstone ministries new life church so join us on a journey to reaching the world for christ starting in our own backyard so sit back we hope you enjoy the podcast and we pray it encourages and blesses you
1: Hello and welcome to Crosstalk. Tonight we have a very special guest, Liz Ford, and we're going to be delving into her testimony and fearfully, wonderfully made. Welcome, Liz. Thanks for having me.
0: Welcome, Liz.
1: We're excited to have you here tonight. I'm happy to be here. So I guess we'll just get at it and we're going to ask you the big question of the night. We right, ask you ready? How and when did you get saved and what brought you to the decision of accepting Jesus as your Savior?
2: So my testimony about my salvation's a bit funny. I um, was raised going to church. I was uh, actually baptized by him when I think I was seven years old. It was like right after my brother Charlie was born. But to say when I actually got saved was I was 15 years old. And that is when I actually made that, you know, that decision.
1: To know him personally.
2: Yeah, well, it was funny because we was in Chicago and that's when doubt started creeping in you know, being a teenager and going through teenage stuff, I started like, is there really a God? And I ended up um reading a book called Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. And it just exploded my mind to like, wow, there is a God. And then it got me in my Bible and I kind of developed the real personal relationship with Jesus Christ.
1: And that always happens in the word, don't it, Liz? Amen. It does. Amen. Amen.
0: And uh, what, what do you think brought you to that decision? Just That you were starting to doubt God or, you know, what brought you to that decision of being saved?
2: Looking back, I'm so happy that I, even though I was a child, that that foundation was established. Mm -hmm. So when doubts and questions started coming in, I did have a a biblical foundation, but I was lacking that personal relationship. So that I was hungry for that. You know what I mean? And I was kind of searching for it. And all the while kind of denying and fighting myself about it. And so when it came, it was just so, to a 15-year-old too, it was like, it was the most amazing, it's my most significant relationship I have, (laughs) to be honest.
1: that's the best way to describe it, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. There's nothing like it.
0: Am I on the next question? How did Fearfully and Wonderfully
2: made come about? Okay, so Fearfully and Wonderfully Made came about back in about 2017. I was just going through, me and my husband was going through uh, my baby, John's diagnosis, and kind of going through that time. And in that, uh, we got a friendship going with Yui and Margaret, and Mm -hmm. she kind of was a big support to me going through that. And, you know, I could call her with these random off-the-wall questions, and she always, you know, knew what to say and encouraged me. So we got talking and simultaneously she decided to um, start praying and fasting for families, special needs families. And right. she would post it on Facebook every mm-hmm. Monday. And it was so funny because I call it the perfect storm all the while, because I have to credit every ministry, you know, that kind of plants those seeds. Right. The Mary Smith, you know, Dressed to Kill the Expect a Mother's page. Yes. Someone asked me to like come and call in during the prayer mm-hmm. and it hit me like a lightning bolt. We needed this, you know, okay. we needed this community too. Yes. And I went on Facebook. I actually found an article called Fearfully and Arti- Autistically Made. It was in Christianity Today. And mm-hmm. I didn't like just the autistic part. I, we wanted it to be, I wanted it to be more than just for kids with on the spectrum. Cause right, right. You, you know, there's so many things. And I remember I opened the page, I called it fearfully and wonderfully made. And I added me and Margaret, I called Margaret. She was a hundred thousand percent. She's like, let's do it. And it's how do we invite people to this page? <laughs> Cause we didn't want to seem, you know what I mean? Presuming. Right. Yeah. So, but it actually, people wanted to be on the page Right. People without necessarily children with special needs, but that had a burden and you know uh, right, uh, right. Uh, a ministry to that. And today we have almost, I think, I want to say, close to five hundred members on the Fearfully page. It yeah, was
0: It was a community that needed everybody needed one another. That, yes, that, that was good. That was good. So- we
1: just talked to uh, Nancy. She did her second podcast, and she was talking about when her kids was babies, and she said, "You see, we didn't have." fearfully back mm. then so that lets you know how much this and, ministry means to people
2: and it's people like nancy and georgina like we, i call them trailblazers that you know i look up to and because they've done it and they still they still glorify god without the community behind them you know so they're a really big part and very special to fearfully's heart right
1: right right we'll have yeah well, what uh what can you tell us about uh fearfully uh, the workings of it or you know what I mean because some people don't know exactly everything that you do like myself I'm stupid head and I don't know everything that goes on but you know uh, explain your ministry to people
2: we could be here for days but I'll give you the the highlight okay so fearfully is um this Facebook group and we I have a a uh, Instagram so we're on social media but I also have a core group of women and I want to make sure I don't forget any of them because Every single one of them. And when I name the names, you're going to realize some might be going through a little something with a kiddo, but some might not be. And it's just these women that have this glorious burden that take our needs and our children as their own. And we really wouldn't run. I know if something, God forbid, happened, Fearfully would still run because it's got this amazing team of women. So we have this core group. It's naturally me and Margaret. We have Chrissy. We have um, Anna Jean, Dave's wife. She buys those blankets that's always in the packages. And we have our girl, baby Anna. We have Glow and Mary Marie, of course, um, Dolly, Danielle, Martha Mack, your niece, Frankie. She's one of our newer ones, but that girl can buy toys. <laughs> it works out beautiful. We have Ashley. We have your daughter-in-law, Kathy. And then we have P-Ray. And we just, what happens is we'll see a child on like maybe somebody post needs prayer. So the girl, we'll all remind one another if somebody hasn't seen it, this baby, this is what's going on. Right. Some girls, you know, it, that's what's so good about having the core group. Some of these people have a better relationship, say, with Catherine. White I call her Catherine White. Right. So we're all made in hate Right, right. Um, they'll have a better feel more comfortable with her yes. or with Mary Marie or Globe. Yes. So they'll be the ones that reach out and go, What is going on? How can we pray for you? What is your child like? And right. then the shopping begins and all we find out that I'll put, she likes Minnie Mouse. And then and my husband's like, there's eight boxes at the door and <laughs> it's filled with Minnie Mouse. Right, right. And then I, we kind of organize them, but it's important to me to put something specifically for the parents in there. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things, um, go like to like, I used to put a couple, like a wee, a little box of ibuprofen and things like that, like what you need at right, a hospital, right. But now we put a devotional and um, we've gotten oils and just, you know, literature, just things to let them know. But that's how we get going with that. And then we and again, we've broadened out now. Now we have amazing people. I have my my girls in Texas that lets me know what's going on. I have my girls in Delaware I have them all over there the my eyes and ears everywhere, you know, oh, that's good. and we work as this large body, that's like good. the body of Christ, like we're called to work and yes. It's just phenomenal. Yes. Right. But we really are a, what fearfully the workings of fearfully is a resource center. Do you know what I mean? Well, I obviously, we obviously want to glorify God and point people to Christ. Sometimes right. you just need practical suggestions. Absolutely. And it can vary from I know if a kid has a food allergy, I put them in touch with Martha Mack. Her kids have had food allergies. Yes. You know, if it's autism, me and Margaret's got it covered. I even, but Chrissy is a very educated individual. So sometimes I'll put them to her. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So we try to operate like that And no need is too big or too small. We actually just stopped doing like broken bones that don't need surgery because we would (laughs) never be done sending boxes, Right. Right. but we'll still send an occasional gift card or whatever, but it's so vast and we're all, We're we're encouraging one another on there. We're praying for one another, um, and we're trying to just support one another in any way we can.
0: And what if somebody needed to contact you for prayer, for etc. How do they go about doing that? They can reach me. We
2: put. I have three. You can either message us through fearfully. Um, I have the public page on there. Mm -hmm. They it's called fearfully wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. They can message me on Facebook, Liz Ford. We also have an email address. It's fearfully wonderfully made one zero at gmail.com. Uh-huh. And then on our, our little brochures and literature, we put in the packages. My phone number's on there, Margaret's phone number, okay. Glow's phone number.
0: That's good.
2: Anyway that our Instagram, we put any way people want to talk to us. You know what I
0: mean? We want to be available. Right, right. And people can be anonymous if they want to be, right? If of they, course. Right. You right. know, when
2: okay. some people navigate through these things because right i don't want to go into that it'll take a five-hour thing but autism's a spectrum kids yes. come off of it you know so sometimes a mom just needs support to get a little speech or a sensory issue right but i'm like hey you're on fearfully now we're going to pay it forward you're going to pray for these kids you know what i mean i'm like pray for john you're part of the ministry now sorry there's no escape but that's good that's yeah
0: good that's good um what what about um, the trial? Can you explain a little bit about that? Or
2: Yeah, and I'm glad I kind of touched base with Margaret because she talked about how we come across the trial. I want to talk about how the trial is doing today. Okay. So I'm going to give everybody an update. How clinical trials work is a very, it's a confusing thing for us because there's this certain protocol that the FDA has to have the clinical trials follow. Mm-hmm. And so we, like anybody that's child went on it or has had communication concern in the trial, they not to sound scary, but they sign NDAs. But while we all kind of are aware, sometimes we just don't want to jeopardize, right? You know what I mean the 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 right. integrity of the trial because they've come so just far. Just have
1: to follow right. the rules, and that's it. Follow yes. the rules.
2: So, but I can say confidently without jeopardizing anything. Margaret posted it the other day. Um, they finished up the the phase two of the adult study, mm-hmm. and I wanted to make sure I wrote it down because I, I don't want to mess it up. But they um, highly medicated adults with severe autism Mm -hmm. during the trial went from severe to moderate. Mm -hmm. And then 18 months post-trial went from moderate to mild.
1: So 18 months after is what the post means.
2: Yes. After the trial, as their body got used to the new, you know, that new gut bacteria, that healthy bacteria that we all need, Mm -hmm. um, they started adjusting, their diets improved, their autism symptoms diminished. Great games, super excited about that, right?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yep.
2: And so I just spoke with Dr. Adams a couple days ago and he, which I'm allowed to share, was right. the children's, they're finishing up now. They're rounding off that second phase. So we have to really, I want to leave it at this. Um, the findings are so amazing that they're going to be submitting all of this, the adult and the children's into the FDA here and then ne- this week or next week. So let us p- please specifically be praying for that. Because they can't deny the, the findings. And we're, he's hoping, like, we should be seeing this in doctor's offices as a projection in a couple of years.
1: Oh, praise God. With the
0: grace of God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Yeah. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's amazing.
0: The, um, go ahead, Anna The next one's for you.
1: Well, what would your vision be in the future coming, you know, uh, for Fearfully, your ministry, Fearfully?
2: Okay, so I have visions of grandeur that, (laughs) you know, include ranches, beautiful things. Um, Wherever God leads us, I'm trusting God and his will. But my my practical surface level vision is just for more. I just I'm so excited that a big stigma has been removed from kids that, you know, are going through trials in families, like especially with special needs. My vision is to like just to encourage and equip all of these families to go out and to make disciples, you know, to glorify God. And if I can plant that seed and it goes further than I ever could take it, so be it. You know what I'm saying? But fearfully is just, it's, it's own entity now. So I have what I would love to have a place, you know, um, because that's a very, that's a worry a lot of parents have of children with special needs is what is future going to look like you know what I mean right. and I'm like we are a community you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. no ch- child needs to be left behind or neglected even as an adult right. especially the pure in heart because it right. says blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God right. um I consider it an honor and I know a lot of people do to sit with one of these special angels you know what I mean and just be with them and talk to them so I know God has great plans i kind of seeing how it goes and seeing where we go but I trust his his great hand to lead us and guide us.
0: Yes, yes. The ranch. Tell me about that. A little oh,
2: bit. that's my dream. <laughs> so what I would love is a a,
0: a facility for
2: our children, mm-hmm. uh, you know, our adults, our, our special needs community, for our people, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? To have something there that I, like I, I could think of like having ministers come in, you know, music, music worshipers in a sensory friendly way, or just, you know, just having something for a place for them to go and them to, for the moms and the parents or the, you know, the caretakers to take some of the burden off, to take some of the worry off, maybe like a long-term care, you know what I'm saying? But that is another part, another facet that makes Fearfully so awesome. So while we're waiting, I just want to keep searching for these breakthroughs, like with therapeutics, like, uh, um, with medical, my, with the spelling. like
1: I was just going to ask you about the spelling. Let's how, that
2: down. I, I'm so excited. <laughs> how wonderful is God, right, that while we're waiting for our trial and for the fruition of all of that, my my little boy, and it's kind of personal, but he would always play with those foam letters. Mm-hmm. I noticed at no age he was doing the alphabet with those foam letters, mm-hmm. but then he started doing the alphabet backwards. He wasn't even two, and I was like, Hmm. Just shelved it. Right. Right. I remember I read a book by a non-speaking Japanese boy called The Reason I Jump. And he talked about spelling and I I roared and cried naturally. And so a documentary on Netflix came out uh, based on it called The Reason I Jump. And as I'm watching it, there's this clinic in northern Virginia where they do this, where they it's a motor planning issue. Mm-hmm. like learning to tie your shoe or learn to drive. Remember when you learn to drive, it was purposeful and intentional and you had to sit. Th- right. Now you get in and it's fine. Right. Once it clicks, it comes effortlessly. And I was drawn to it because my son was drawn to letters. I said, well, I'll put the, naturally the waiting list was like a year long. You know, Yeah. I put my name on, we came out for the winner. They had an open and come th- that spring when I got back and I looked at it as like it was the will of God. And we went in and he's now he, I just hold up a laminate. And while we're waiting, my boy can communicate with us. And it's so phenomenal.
1: That's That's God. That That's is wonderful. really, really wonderful. It's
2: changed the whole game. Like to it's, it's changed the whole game for all of these kiddos, even the kids that don't need to do that. They're, they're so bright and God's given them like, while they're going through such trial, what gifts they have, what yes. intelligence, what patience. And they all love the Lord like it's amazing. It's completely flipped my whole mind, comp- changed it
0: completely around. Like he has big plans for these kids. Yes, he does. He does. He, he does surely does. Plans for these kids.
1: Yep. And I'm gonna believe for fearfully what you're talking about the ranch because you know something that just clicked in my head. I don't know how many facilities all over America. There's probably thousands, or I don't know how many. But how many Christian facilities? And you're saying that this would be a place, not only would the wee kids' needs be met to help them over with that, but it would be also a way to minister to them Soul spiritually, the their
2: yeah. physically
1: and yes. spiritually. Yes, I mean, spiritually. that's an incredible, yeah. Yeah. incredible vision.
2: Yes. And that's what, that was one of the big things I learned that these, while, and again, every indiv- individual naturally is different, but... Right. When I learned my boy could spell, my I, I was told I was a little dramatic by my husband and other sons. But I was like, "You need to know the Lord, John. You need to have a relationship with Jesus now. Yeah, like, and it's so Lord, important that's... for these people to have these wonderful people to have that anchor, that faith, and that hope, and to know their word. Yes, and to be encouraged, like with fellowship. How would we be
0: without fellowship? That's right. You know, that, that's right. You're absolutely right. That's right. Is there anything else you would like to add? But so we're uh, you know, we're in a. Well, uh, podcast time, we would love to hear as much as you can possibly fit in there. Where we, we really want to hear about fearfully. What else do you have you can share with us? Um,
2: fear again, like I said, I my passion close to my heart is naturally autism. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do operate under all any right. type of disability, learning delay, um, any type of medical. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So we've had kids on there, and we've had we have have had stories where. We had a, I had a young mom reach out. The networking is what is priceless. Mm-hmm. I had a young mom reach out. Her, her newborn had where, you know, your skull fuses. Yeah. It was like super severe. Forget helmet, forget everything. They wanted to like, without going into like, they wanted to remove the baby's face and do all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. The mother lived in the South. I remember a, there was a woman in Texas that went through something and they called the man. He was a beautiful Christian doctor, Dr. Jesus, because his name was Jesus.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And
2: yes. I put this one girl in touch with this other girl. Well, she happened to only live a couple hours away. The baby got to go get everything done laparoscopically.
1: Praise God.
2: And th- like to form that, you know, relationship. Was the baby
0: like our people or no? Yes. Okay. Okay. Our people. Okay. Yep. I was wondering.
2: Well, we um, have catered to, like, while well, we have sent packages to those close to our hearts that we've happened to meet and known. Um, our community is what we like really focus on and they, you can't believe the things you can't believe the things people are going through the trials with their children and it really perspective really can convict you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I love that. We're, I always, I remember when we first opened it, it's that perfect love, cast out all fear. Mm -hmm. And while there was so much fear attached to what we were getting told and what we was going through. Mm -hmm. The openness was like such a relief to have a group, to have camaraderie, to have a family that's praying for me and my son specifically that I always say on there, when you are rejoicing, we're rejoicing with you. When you're mourning, if you've had a bad night, I've had a bad night too with you. Like right. to have that group, that army there. And it's, it, I love that it's kind of flipped everything upside down. You
0: know what I mean? Cause now there's power in numbers. And yeah, right, right. Yeah. It is good for people to have that. It's not, like you said, that stigma anymore. They can all reach out to one another, you know? Yeah. I think it's wonderful. I really do. It's a wonderful thing that you took that step. And it's, it's-
2: all, and every girl on, if you could ask any of the fearfully moms that come on, it's all God. We don't even, I don't even, I'm like, I can't believe I get to be part of fearfully. And now we always say like, I wished it didn't have to exist, but in a broken and sinful world, you know, things happen and that it does exist, even though I wished it didn't. It's so awesome that it does. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Absolutely.
1: I'd like to say that I personally know people that fearfully, wonderfully made a difference in their life. I know a young couple personally, that was broken, depressed, down, praying, believing, felt secluded, all those things. And the people in fearfully pick them up, give them hope, and help them on this journey. And they're better people for today. And that's not praising people. That's praising God working through people. So I want to say that we want to express How much this ministry has helped people that even a mother or a grandmother or a cousin or a friend can help or reach. But they can make contact with other people that suffer in the same way as them. And that's what's incredible about this ministry. Mm. It reaches beyond what even a family member could do. And only God can do something like that, Liz. And I want to encourage you and tell you how much we love you and appreciate what you are doing.
2: We love you guys. We couldn't do what we're doing without platforms like this. So we appreciate churches opening their doors, ministers giving us a stage, and podcasts now where we can talk and people can reach out to hear in my story, maybe. And I we just want to continue working. Uh, we, I call us like the Red Cross. We'll treat all the soldiers on all the sides. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter where you're at or where you're at on your walk with the Lord. Right. We'll be there and we'll come alongside you and we'll do it together. And again, we couldn't do it without you guys, without all the support we've got and it's that's what's overwhelming us everybody loves fearfully everybody you know? <laughs> loves
1: fearfully
0: yes. yeah yeah
1: and yeah. to give it a plug we're having a church bazaar when the dress to kill ladies come, and a wee bird told me you guys are putting a table up. Mary Marie's already buying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody that appreciates this ministry needs to come out and support it, and
0: absolutely. buy out
1: some Christmas gifts and stuff That's from right. the fearfully table.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Is there anything else you want to add, Liz? Before we close. No,
2: I thank you guys for having me on here. If I t- I could talk all day, but this well, maybe
0: was- we'll have a part two. But, you know, <laughs> some people were starting a part two, and then. We got a lot of them to get through, though. But um, we greatly appreciate you, Liz, coming and
1: sharing with us. We
2: today. love you guys. We, really we love do. new love life. <laughs> we love new life. Thank you, guys. We love you and we appreciate you.
1: And you know 100% you're in our prayers all the time. I know. Continually. We know. Always.
2: And that, Always. that makes us lay our head down and rest a little easier, knowing.
1: God bless. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you.
0: Well, that's our podcast for this week. We hope you enjoyed it and was encouraged. Please follow us on Spotify for new episodes every week. If you download the Spotify app, which is free, it makes it much easier to find us. We'll be posting the link each week on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you and may you grow in his word and spirit. God bless.